I work with several other vets through Veteran Farmer Project, which is based out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I also sit on the National Board for Veterans for Peace. I'm a national board member. Um, I came to the Farming Project, yeah, about two years ago, maybe a little over two years. I had tried to work in the nonprofit sector <laughs> a few times, unsuccessfully only because I felt that a lot of, one, there, there's a lack of understanding of uh, veterans, um, whether nonprofit or corporate. Um, and I came to realize that as much as the nonprofit sector, a lot of the good work that's going on, some of it can be a little self-sabotage and maybe just uh, struggles with kind of like honoring the, the people who do the work and recognizing that you need to take good care of those people who do the work. And um, for myself, I, um, I had a, a, a difficult incident that happened and I just felt like it was time for me to walk away. Um, I, I did not know what I was going to do, but I had been at the Farmer Project before and I thought, well, why didn't I just go back? And I started, I just kind of pretty much threw myself into that. And, and then um, around the same time, um, I was elected to the National Board for Veterans for Peace. I'd been a part of Veterans for Peace for about, I'd say, about four years. So farming and Veterans for Peace all came together. Um, interestingly enough, at a convention three years ago, soon to be four years ago, through Veterans for Peace, uh, we had a contingency of um, post-9-11 vets who, based out of Asheville, they have a 150-acre farm, and um, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And we do have a contingency that talks a lot about um, kind of living off the earth, living off the land, simplistic living. And I think a large percentage of us um, coming back from Iraq and or Afghanistan um, are really trying to simplify just how we live in the world in addition to being activists so that's it's kind of how it all came together for me and then with with the farm with the veteran farmer project uh, it is a group of veterans we also work with community members spouses um, of active duty or retired military and the basis of it is to help vets just get back to the basics digging in the dirt and teaching them farming practices to just backyard farming. Um, but, it, you know, ultimately it's just to kind of help ease some of the PTSD. Um, Rhonda Zaragoza, who's been with the project since the very beginning, um, her story, she tells, you know, I won't speak for her, but one of the big things for her is uh, the number of medications that she was on uh, at the very beginning. and the number of medications that she's currently on has been slashed more than half for her. So, um, you know, she's walking proof of how the, the farming project has not only emotionally, but I think physically helped her in a lot of ways. And just the support. Um, we all joke around, we all support each other. We kind of get it. So. Yeah, I mean, for me, it, you know, I can look at, like what the farming has done for me, um, it's really helped me be around people <laughs> in a better in a better capacity. Um, but uh, you know, I, I mean, you know, I'm I'm constantly thinking about um, 
we say the newest thing is, you know, the discussion of like moral injury with veterans, and which is very concrete. It's a very concrete thing. Um, it's not tangible in the sense of like someone having a broken leg or having cancer, but but um, I think the the tangibility is is how it manifests, obviously through PTSD and but through a person's inability to maybe just quote unquote function um, and you know farming allows a veteran to be a part of something constructive rather than destructive um, and watching literally something growing and then holding seeds in your hand and actually looking at you know tiny from tiny seeds to large seeds to to knowing like the energy the the life force that these seeds have and and the fact that you can put them in dirt and literally with with love and care they grow into something whether it's a flower or a plant or a you know a radish or or broccoli it's like oh wow you, you know i get to be a part of something and watch it grow then then be a part of something and kill it um which is is pretty um it, yeah i don't really have a word for that but i i feel like um it's something that sticks with you for your you can't get you don't get rid of that feeling um but i think you know um seed saving and understanding the that in farming helps maybe balance balance out the the fact that you know you've got this darkness that's part of you that never goes away but it, you've got something that is much more positive that can help balance it out and with our project um, Rhonda is kind of I guess you could say sort of the, the caretaker of the seeds um, she, she's the, the, the VFP caretaker, seed caretaker. Uh, for myself personally, I've started to get into seed saving uh, last summer with my own backyard stuff. Um, this season, I, I kind of want to experiment a little um, with just other seeds that I've gotten from other people and kind of to see how they grow and, and what the success rate is and then to kind of do my own seed saving out of that and actually get um, to know more of the local seed saving in, in New Mexico itself because I know it's, it's pretty prolific. It's bigger than what I had expected. But, um, you know, yesterday, being here yesterday, really started making me think about um, you know, another aspect of the military, you know, I'm working on this article about uh, the environmental impact and costs of, of the military in the world. Um, and um, it's, it's sort of a difficult article for me to write because I, I know what that looks like. But then it, it, it got me thinking even deeper into uh, my own experience of being in Iraq and the sheer destruction that we that we caused to that country and thinking about what happened to their their seeds their plants and i know that you know uh, one of the largest uh seed saving banks is in norway and and you know and there's there's seed from iraq there but it just it really is the first time for me that i really actually sat and paused like 
the impact. You have the cultural impact. You you have uh, the the environmental impact, the the family impact. But I just here's that the environmental impact of one other thing that we, in my opinion, that we don't ever think about. We think about pollution. We think about what it does to the soil and water and land. But the 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 seeds, the farming, how people are living off the land. That's how they live in Iraq. And so it's like, oh yeah, what happens? To, what what's happened to that? and how if there's ever an opportunity for people to get their land back, how do they, how do they start? What do they start with? So, um, so for me, it's, it, yeah, it's been kind of sobering over the last uh, 24 hours or so, just kind of really sitting and thinking about that. Because um, for me, it's about, you know, we, we can call it reparations or whatever one wants to call it, but um, for me, it's, it's, a const, it's a constant thought process of my actions and what I did and how can I possibly ever sort of um, come to terms with, with that. And so it's like, for me, I think, you know, we, through Veterans for Peace, we have a Iraq water project. Um, it's huge, we do a lot of work, um, it's very successful. But then it made me start thinking like, is it possible for us to do some sort of seed project? So that's where my thinking went, and, and that's something that um, I'm going to look into um, to see what our organization can, to, can do in regards to um, some sort of seed project to kind of couple with the Iraq water project because um, it's, it's one way that, as veterans, we can, we can help. I mean, that's what our organization's about. It's about making the public aware of the the true costs of war, what it really does to individuals and countries and um, the environment and, and things like that.